Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. All right, you're going to get a chance to decide what I talk about here on this show. All you got to do every day is log in to Twitter.com and download uh, the app. And also make sure to follow at FNTSY and uh, at FNTSY Radio because our poll is up right now and you can vote right now. You make the call. What is our next topic? Three topics, sneaky power hitters, best game of the day, or the Mets clubhouse debacle. You guys got about 15 minutes and we're going to talk about this, so vote right now as the second hour of Fantasy Sports Today starts right now. I'd like to talk a little bit about sports. Fantasy Sports Today. Well hit, Donald. I have Steven Duggar who went on the injured list. I bid on Alex Dickerson. I feel like I'm playing this game of Giants outfielders all season long. I've had Duggar. I've had Para. Now I have Dickerson. Man, I hope this guy sticks. I can't keep spending money on this. But anyway, 11 bucks. I won Alex Dickerson. Dickerson had some pop and some speed when he was with San Diego. It never really worked out. Will it work out with him with the Giants? I don't know, but Duggar was just so poor. He was not playing well at all. That was one of my sleepers going into the year. I thought this is 20 steals, 250, not even coming close, and doesn't look like a major league player either. So maybe Dickerson takes the ball and runs with it, but this is one of those ones that I had to spend a few money on because I couldn't take a dead spot from another outfield position. I already had enough of them. So I am the proud owner of Alex Dickerson this week. Congrats to me. Uh, And hopefully Dickerson ends up good in fantasy for me like he maybe he is for you did any of you guys pick him up not sure <laughs> can't say that i think that great things are going to happen but in this day and age of fantasy when you have injuries this is what you got to do hey if you swing for the fences playing daily fantasy baseball with dailyroto.com it's very easy to become the eighth daily roto lineup optimizer user to win a million dollars well of course it's hard but you could try in FanDuel or DraftKings tournament become one of the countless numbers of people who have won thousands of dollars playing DFS we know that is attainable if you're playing MLB DFS and not using dailyroto.com you're doing it wrong you can enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount and you'll get lineup alerts projected ownership percentages weather updates fantasy projections and use the same Daily Roto lineup optimizers that have produced millions of DFS winnings. That's the 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. Coming up in about eight minutes from now, we'll knock out all of the streaming options in fantasy for the week. I know those of you who are interested in that have asked me several times. Andy Singleton will join us on the show. Andy has worked for a number of different fantasy publications and looking forward to catching up with him. He has some very strong opinions. He likes to use them on social media. Unlike me, I'm very quiet. Don't like to stir it up. But that's what Andy does and uh, a fun guy to talk to. So we'll talk to him coming up in just a few minutes. Okay, so we covered a number 
of topics in the first hour of the show. And those of you who listen to this program are member on demand, a very easy way to listen, whether you're listening right now on fantasysportsnetwork.com or iTunes or iHeartRadio or TuneIn Radio, make sure you like and subscribe the show. It shows us that you appreciate the work that we do, and it also gives the great people over at uh, iTunes and Stitcher, those people, an idea that they uh, that you guys love the show that we put on as well. I feel like between the three guys that hit for the Dodgers, and there's really four that we asked Matt about, but Garlic, Beatty, Verdugo, and Smith. Uh, you know, Verdugo, is, is, as Sells mentioned about 10 minutes ago, maybe has the most upside. I own Beatty in a league. Garlic has come up and hit right away. Last week when we were on the show, we talked about garlic extensively and just how the Dodgers simply push these buttons and players come up out of nowhere and they succeed. And how is it possible that on three consecutive days, three rookies come up for them and have walk-off home runs? That is a top-notch organization right there. I don't think there's any doubt. Now, Will Smith is an interesting character because... He's sort of considered more of a defensive prospect, I think, than offensive prospect. I don't really have a ton of high expectations for him. But I certainly think that there is a chance in one of these deeper leagues that he'll be able to get some playing time. The Dodgers, what they do is they ride the hot hand. Remember, a lot of the movement that they make is analytical. And I think that without a doubt, as you move forward and look at teams like L.A., Tampa Bay, basically where the manager gets the lineup from somebody else. They're not even making their own lineup. You almost can't count on any player on a daily basis to play. If you're playing in a league where you can't make moves during the week, you can't take chances on some of these young guys on Tampa and L.A. Remember where Andrew Friedman came from. He came from the Rays. He's bringing that same approach to the Dodgers. Of course, Cody Bellinger is going to play every day. Of course, Max Muncy is going to play every day. But between those two teams, take a look and add up the eight guys on L.A. and nine guys or eight guys on, on the Rays. Put between 15 and 20 of them in a hat. Start pulling names out. You, you ain't going to get more than three or four guys that are playing every day for you. And that's when you're playing in this format where you can't make moves. You're screwed. Nothing you can do. That's why you got to be a little bit careful of those guys. Now, in the NL formats and the 15-teamers, oh, you take any breathing body you can. I mean, I, I have injuries in some of these leagues. I have no choice. So, I yeah, I, I went in on BD. I grabbed him. He's on one of my teams. Thought he was a nothing. Maybe he's a something. Will Smith, same thing find it curious what you guys think about uh, guys like that in fantasy. It's really interesting. Okay, uh, coming up next, we're going to have our results of You Make the Call, and I'm also going to give you some streaming options in baseball before we go through the full schedule. It is not a huge schedule in baseball tonight, so that gives us an opportunity to kind of take a deeper dive into some of these games, even some of these players. So up next, I'm giving you one, two, three, four streaming options in baseball this week. A starter for tomorrow, Wednesday, 
Thursday and Friday in some 12-teamers and maybe some deeper leagues. I also have a couple of the guys who are stealing bases at a higher rate lately. One player I think you can pick up. One player I'm not sure. Fantasy Sports Today continues in just a couple of minutes. I'm Craig Mish. We'll be right back. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car? repaired need home improvement money visit moneynow100.com if you need fast cash for any reason go to moneynow100.com good bad or no credit at all go to moneynow100.com you could get up to five thousand dollars as soon as the next business day go to moneynow100.com on your phone tablet or computer type in the address bar moneynow100.com that's moneynow the number 100.com Attention all authors. Page Publishing is looking for authors. Have you written a book and want to get it published? Page Publishing will get your book into bookstores and for sale online at Amazon, Apple iTunes, and other outlets. They handle all aspects of the publishing process for you. Printing, cover art, publicity, copyright, and editing. Call 800-292-8137 now for your free author submission kit. That's 800-292-8137 for your free author submission kit. Again, that's 800-292-8137. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 Network today. We'll get them off your back. 800 The morning after. The Knicks almost feel like they have a little swagger back. It's the first time that they actually have sort of a player that they could be proud about. The Knicks actually have a plan here. They didn't get the Zion, but you know what? They took the guy they were supposed to. They didn't overreact. They didn't add drama. And great. I mean, that's a win for New York Knicks. It's a win that uh, people didn't boo. Now, R.J. Barrett's going to have to back this up. Weekdays, 9 a.m. Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on your popular podcast providers. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. All right, welcome back. Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish with you here on the show. Great to be with you here on a Monday. I don't know how hot it is, Chris, in New York, but, man, here in South Florida, it's like 100 degrees out, man. Yeah, you got good weather there. Like, now this is the time of the year here in South Florida where people just leave. They bail. They got to go on vacation. That's that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to come up your way in New York in a couple weeks. In fact, uh, my whole family will be there for a short period of time. It's like we're mixing and matching the time there. 
But uh, let's get back to some of the fantasy discussion. And for those of you who want to dial up the show, here's how you do it. 844-843-6879. That's the best way to call us. Coming up in 20 minutes, we're going to have Andy Singleton on the show. Let me give you some streaming options uh, for this week. Let's see what we can do. Uh, I have Chris Bassett of the Oakland A's at St. Louis. I think Bassett has a chance. And let me kind of explain a little bit why I do like Bassett. The the Cardinal I saw the Cardinals face the Angels and I saw the Cardinals face the Marlins over the last week. And to me that is an offense that's just struggling right now. Some of the numbers 28th, 29th in uh in in OPS, 28th, 29th in average on base percentage. It's going to be hard for any road team to go into St. Louis and win on a consistent basis. And the Cardinals did take a couple from the Angels over the weekend. The Marlins split their series. But I kind of like pitchers streaming against St. Louis right now. And until they break out in a big way offensively, I'm going to stick with that idea. Uh, Adrian Hauser of the Milwaukee Brewers has looked pretty good in his first couple of starts. I think there's a chance that he could have a good start against Seattle on Wednesday. That would be the second one that I would go with. The Brewers are still in this position where they're looking for any kind of viable starting pitching. And with Jimmy Nelson going to the bullpen, there is an opportunity there for Hauser to, I think, maybe stick in the rotation. ZRA is under three. It's a very small sample. Seattle's not playing great. I think if you're in a 12-TD league and you want to stream something, Milwaukee would be a huge favorite in Vegas, that's for sure. But I think that I would take a shot with Hauser. My third potential streaming pitcher, and this is somebody that I see now personally, is Sandy Alcantara of the Miami Marlins. He faces off against Washington Thursday. His ERA over the last month is among the best in baseball, especially the National League, like right at the top. And when he is when his command and control is right, he can be effective. Don't think a lot of people are considering him in 12-teamers. It's very hard to win when you don't score. But he's been excellent for them, and you really don't know what the Nationals are going to give you on a day-to-day basis. That game is Thursday, by the way. And then the final pitcher, this is just shocking. I can't believe – I watched this, this pitcher pitch against the Cubs earlier this year and thought to myself, there's no way this guy is going to be good. No chance. In fact, he was a big sleeper in a lot of leagues going into the season, Merrill Kelly of the Arizona Diamondbacks. Now, this is not a big strikeout guy, but in 94 innings, 77 Ks, he's got his ERA now under four. He's got seven wins on the season. Still gives up a little bit too many home runs here, 13 home runs and 16 starts. Either way, sinker ball type slow junk pitcher, at San Francisco on Friday. Boy, does that seem like a pretty good start. If there was ever one out there, I would maybe focus on that. So to summarize again, I got Bassett, Hauser, Alcantara, Kelly. And then by the time we get to the weekend, so many different things are going to happen. I'll give you some streamers on Saturday and Sunday. But for now, those are the four, at least, that I've identified early on in this week on Monday. A couple of other quick uh, notes 
that I wanted to throw at you here. Let's move over to the steals category in fantasy. I found it really interesting that Terrence Gore is like crazy running again. Now, if you don't know anything about Terrence Gore, you, you have to go back the last few years and just kind of take a look at his stats. He does basically nothing besides pinch run and run and steal. And he's up for KC again. I don't know what that team's going to look like in a month from now, and that's my like concern here. I don't think they have a ton of assets to move, which would open up a spot for him. But over the past seven days, so that's last week, he stole four bases. He only had four at-bats. So Kansas City essentially is just putting him into these pinch-running roles, and he's stealing, and that's it. Now, if you are desperate in a situation where you're playing in one of these very deep leagues and, and you feel like a steal or two is going to put you in a better spot, this may not be a bad player to pick up right now. But remember, he's not going to do anything else for you. Zero. Zip. Nada. Zilch. Zip. Nothing. Steals. That's it. David Bote also of the Chicago Cubs. Where did this come from? Three stolen bases for the Cubs last week? That seems a little bit flukish. But in this day and age of where stolen bases are such an intense commodity to get, I think that that is somebody that you certainly can uh, you could look at and say you wonder if 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 he averages three. I mean, let's let's be honest. If he averages three steals a week, it's like a, a fifty stolen base guy. We know he's not that. Maybe he was in some hit and run situations, some missed sign situations. I don't feel like he's a twenty five stolen base guy, but he's on pace for about fifteen. So Gore and Boti are the two names, I think, that are at least on the radar now as far as uh, getting some steals. I think that we should keep an eye on them, no doubt about that. The last subject that I wanted to touch on here in this segment are saves. And this may actually carry over to our next segment just because there's so many options this week. Over the course of the season, you know that closers are going to lose their job. You also know that they're going to get hurt. And we've seen different instances where guys have gotten hurt and they've come back. Ken Giles is a good example of that on Toronto. He spent some time on the injured list. He's back. He's saving games again. But we basically have right now at least four new closers going into the week. It appears at least three, I should say. Guarantee of three, maybe four, and even up to five based on what happened last week. At the top has to be Blake Trinan, who, again, you ask somebody in March who the best closer in baseball would be, they probably would have said him or a second best. And who knows how long he's going to be out. This is why you don't draft these guys early. Said it a million times. Liam Hendricks looks like he could get the save opportunities. Lou Trevino probably has more of the pedigree to do it, but Hendricks has pitched better. Those players are both being added pretty wildly in leagues, and, and why not? Oakland's going to play a lot of close games in that park, 5-4, 6-5. There's going to be some opportunities there. Diego Castillo of the Tampa Bay Rays is another one that another player that's going to be out. They could go with him. They could go with Alvarado. But now Emilio Pagan could be in the mix there. Although trusting Kevin Cash to just go with one guy in the ninth is almost impossible. The Rays just use so many different players. Jordan Hicks this morning is going for an MRI on the St. Louis Cardinals. Boy, who would get the saves there? I don't know. John Gant has been their best pitcher out of the bullpen, that is for sure. Andrew Miller has all the track record with saves. 
Giovanni Gallegos, could he possibly be in the mix too? I, I, I made an attempt to add him in a couple of deeper leagues. If anything is wrong with Hicks, their young pitcher who throws 100 miles an hour, they are going to shut him down and bring him back at the end of the year. There is, there is no reason to ruin that kind of arm over, over a few games here. So Miller, Gant, Gallegos, how would you rank those three? I'd probably go Gant, Miller, Gallegos, one, two, three, but you never know. Uh, Reds are giving some save opportunities to Michael Lorenzen. Rosel Iglesias, we always knew that this would happen eventually. The Reds are playing well. They're not going to change things up. They're going to go with best matchups, and Lorenzen has done a good job when they put him in that save spot. So naturally, he's being added in a lot of fantasy leagues this week. And then the final one is, is and again, this is probably a temporary thing because I cannot see the Braves doing nothing at the deadline. They're going to add a ninth-inning guy from someone else. But Luke Jackson's time as the closer for Atlanta, I think, is up. Anthony Swarzak, that's a possibility for now. But how many saves would Swarzak get for you? Three, four, when they acquire whoever that closer is going to be? Atlanta's going in. We'll take a quick timeout. We'll look at the schedule for tomorrow next. Don't go away. your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wager account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager for up to $500 today. Searching for an outdoor oasis but don't have time to catch a flight? Join us in the heart of Midtown at Versa, packed with good vibes, great views, and service unmatched. Fully stocked with five bars throughout the venue. Aside from our stellar dining menu, Tuesday through Friday, our culinary team has curated a delectable rotation of food activations to be featured on our patio from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. Join us for nonstop fun on one of New York City's largest patios as rooftop season is finally upon us. Located at 215 West 35th Street, New York, New York. Official partners of the New York Knicks and the New York Rangers. Are you single? Everyone single is looking for the best date possible. Well, I found one website that can find you the best date, and it's called TheBestDate100.com. Just go there and log in for your free trial and see if you can find your new and maybe last best date. Remember, you can find the best date of your life at TheBestDate100.com. That's TheBestDate100.com. One more time, TheBestDate100.com. The following ad contains shocking material. Listener discretion is advised. Is someone in your family playing a dangerous game of Russian roulette? Over 43,000 people die a year from drug overdose. 120 people a day. Five people every hour. One person every 12 minutes. 88,000 people die every year from alcohol abuse. Over 240 people a day, 10 an hour, one person every six minutes. Somebody you know may be next. Learn how to help someone you love get away from the drugs, alcohol, and bad influences. With the FMLA, people can take a leave of absence from their job and still keep it. Call now and learn how we can help you. 866-484-9621 866-484-9621 That's 866-484-9621 Rain dance! 
Make it rain. I don't know what the Mets are all bent out of shape about because they could be the Washington Nationals who absolutely cannot hold on to any sort of lead uh, who lost, I believe, the entire series was come from behind type of situations uh, with the Atlanta Braves here over the weekend. So I don't know what the Mets are, are all worried about. You could be the Washington Nationals. Weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. All right, welcome back. Craig Mish with you here on Fantasy Sports Today as we carry you up until 2 o'clock. Full-time fantasy is on at that point. Is Rodas back from his uh, escapade at the uh, in Bar- Barcelona? We, we still don't even know. Maybe he ended up moving there. He's going to watch all all baseball from from Barcelona. I know he went there. He was in Ibiza, so I could understand if he didn't come back. Yeah, me too. Me too. Me too. I, normally at this point, I, I've checked in on him and heard from him, but uh, apparently not. Maybe he just didn't come back. He had that good of a time, and that's and that's look, that's fine. You know, you would think that he would reach out, say, "Hey, I'm back." You know, I see him tweeting a little bit too, but I can't be sure. Can't be so sure with Adam Ronis. Maybe he's gone forever. Okay. Uh, we got Andy Singleton coming up in 10 minutes. And a uh, good thing that we don't have a lot of time to do this today because we don't have a lot of games. So that's perfectly fine. Uh, what I want to do uh, before we do that is take a look at our our poll real quick. Chris, did we get I, – I, I feel bad asking you and throwing you under the bus here. But did we get the – Yes, we final do. results. Here. Yes, we have the final results here. And uh, with 40 percent of the vote, it's uh, talking about the Mets clubhouse. OK. Yeah. OK. So let's do that real quick and then we'll knock out the schedule. By the way, you guys can vote what I talk about on this show every day at FNTSY radio. All you have to do is vote. So what do I think about the Mets debacle yesterday? Uh, I can only speak for the reporter, Tim Healy, who I know, who covered the Miami Marlins for, I'm going to say, a, at least a year, that he is a professional reporter. He does his job. There's no BS. There's no nonsense. He's a good writer, a, a funny guy, does good stories. I have no idea how this escalated to that point where you have Jason Vargas in the clubhouse thinking of trying to get in a tussle with him. It's really amazing. The one thing that I can share with you is in the job that I do, perhaps unlike any other fantasy host anywhere else in the country, is that on a semi-daily basis, I am in a major league clubhouse. Like, a lot. And... The way that that was described yesterday, I have never seen. I've never been a part of anything like that. And not just the the, the home clubhouse like in Miami, but the visiting clubhouse. And, and also I've covered other teams, spring training, all-star games. I've seen funny things. I've seen wacky things. But I've never, ever seen a manager cursing at a reporter. Never. The one story that I could tell you that happened to me that was – not really similar to this, but in the same subject matter, I guess, was many years ago when I was covering the Miami Heat, uh, and I was in their locker room, and the Heat had just lost a game. I would probably bevone it to the Knicks, I'm going to guess. It was like during that playoff. I don't remember. But uh, it was Alonzo Mourning, 
and somebody had stepped on his foot during the interview and he accused me of it and started MFing. But afterwards, like 10 minutes later, it was pointed out to me by the media relations that he apologized and, you know, it was just caught up in the moment or whatever. And I never did that. So I got that. And and this was day and age, by the way, before Twitter or anything like that. So nothing really came of it. I was like shook, shaken up for like a second and just moved on because I always feel like it's a privilege to be able to cover any professional sports team. But what Mickey Calloway needed to understand and to some degree Jason Vargas needs to understand in, the, in this day and age of Twitter and social media, every single thing that you do is going to be out there in a five-minute period, man. Like you got to know that. you got to have better awareness of that. And I understand that Mickey Calloway is frustrated. Honestly, he's got no chance to manage the Mets next year. None. He's going to be gone. It didn't work out. I've had only good interactions with the guy, but it is a tough order to have to manage in New York. It's not for everybody. It is much different being a media member in Miami than it is being in New York. In Miami, when a guy goes 0 for 15... We we may not even talk to him here. Oh, in New York, are you kidding me? He's on the back of the paper. He's, he's, he's being discredited. He's being called names. None of that happens here. You get away with anything here. There were there were probably months in between John Carlos Stanton of the Marlins talking to media like on a consistent basis when he was here in Miami. Why? Because we didn't demand that in New York. You got to be there every day. Different story. And, and a lot of other baseball towns, too, not just New York, but New York is as an example. It's, it's tough. And it just seems like Callaway is wilting a little bit under that pressure. By the way, pressure that was unfairly put upon him for anyone thinking that the Mets were going to be this juggernaut team with his GM saying, come at me or come at us. Come on, give me a break. Because he added Cano and Edwin Diaz, really? So I do feel a little bit bad for Mickey Callaway, but clearly he was out of line. I know the reporter. I've known him very well. This isn't somebody that was going after him in any way. I, it's just, it's stunning. Some people feel have said it's like a cry for help or something like that. I don't know. I, 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 I'm not there. I can't go that far with it. I do have a ton of experience covering a Major League Baseball clubhouse. I've never heard of anything like this before, where the manager says something and then the player backing him up says, you know, is, it takes steps towards him. Wow. It's a new day and age. I mean, I interviewed Albert Bell, okay? I did a one-on-one with Albert Bell many years ago. Imagine the fear that went into sitting down with him. And he was cool as could be. I've interviewed Barry Bonds, okay? Like anybody who's willing to yell and rip your head off. I've never heard of something getting to that point of MFing and physical. But it happens, and once or twice a year, players get pissed. They don't want to hear about it. You can't take it to that next level. That's what happened yesterday. Mets have apologized. They'll have a press conference today at 4 o'clock, but apparently it's just like a normal media session, normal press conference. So I would not expect anything wacky to happen. And there you have it. There's my explanation of the Mets situation yesterday. At some point, we'll have Tim Healy on. He probably won't want to talk about it. I don't blame him. I'm sure he's in shock. No reporter ever wants to be the center of a story like that. Don't get me wrong. I get my kicks from breaking news. I get my kicks from being on the inside at times and having information that other people don't. But I would never want to be in the middle of a story where the manager's MFing me. Never. That's, 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 
that would insinuate in some way that I went over the line, even if I didn't. And then the excuses come out, the apologies come out. Just just get me out of that situation. So we'll see what happens later when the when Brody Van Wagenen and uh, and Callaway end up talking. Speaking of which, Mets are at the Phillies tonight. Talk about someone's got to lose this game tonight, right? Phillies have lost seven in a row. Mets are just a disaster. Mats and Eflin tonight. Eflin's had a great year for the Phillies. Just not getting the proper run support. His bullpen has blown it. Uh, Blue Jays and Yankees tonight. We'll see if that home run streak can continue. Aaron Sanchez got off to such a nice start in April. And then May came, and he got the blister. And you know he hasn't been the same since. Three and nine against CC Sabathia tonight. I don't think Toronto stands a chance in this one, but stranger things have happened. Lucas Giolito is looking for a bounce-back start after losing to the Cubs. He's 10-2. and two. Eduardo Rodriguez will start for the Red Sox. At some point, are the Red Sox going to, like, wake up here and just win, like, 10 games in a row? They're five games over. It's not bad. But just not nearly close to the team that they were last year. Maybe it is true. Maybe that hangover from the World Series is too much to overcome. Kyle Keller is 3-9 and nine with a 4.45 ERA. He starts for Kansas City tonight. They're in Cleveland. Adam Plutko starts for the Tribe. And he is 3-1 and one with a 4.55 earned run average. Braves take on the Cubs. It will be Julio Tehran, 5-5 five and five with a 3.40. Atlanta's 14 games over. Wow. Cubs are 42-35. and 35. John Lester starts for Chicago. 940 Eastern, Dodgers and Diamondbacks. That, believe it or not, is uh, one of the only uh, night games tonight. It's two night games. And this will be a good one. Kershaw Greinke turning back the clock. Kershaw's had a great year. 7-1 with a 2.85. Greinke 8-3 with a 2.91. One of those games where it's probably fun to watch the first six, seven innings of this one. The Dodgers are 54-25. and 25. Having an amazing season. Arizona's under 500 now, 39 and 40. I would guess they they uh, they're going to be sellers coming up for a month from a uh, month from now. Uh, Rockies and Giants tonight. Colorado is three games over 500. John Gray seven and five with a 4.18. Drew Pomerantz two and seven with a 7.09. That caps off our baseball schedule for tonight. No baseball for me at all. In fact, for me, the next game that I'm going to go to is going to be tomorrow. I'm going to have a chance to see Max Scherzer pitch for the Washington Nationals, Miami-Washington. I'll go Tuesday to that, probably catch a Phillies-Marlins game this weekend, and that wraps up the first half of home games here where I go to games in Miami. What a shame. The good news is, is that the season is rolling on. Nothing crazy has happened. I just need to win one of these fantasy leagues that I'm in, man. Like... I, one of these leagues that I'm in, you know what? I'll take I'll take even a money finish, which I'm in the money right now in one of my leagues. I will take that at the end of the season. No issue with that whatsoever. Coming up next year on the show, Andy Singleton is going to join us. We will talk about the dynamic of the fantasy baseball and fantasy football. Also, Andy just fighting with people all weekend long on Twitter. Why? Why get into these arguments? I don't know. Andy will tell us. We got our exit velocity segment coming up at the end of the program. And then we turned it over to our good friends at Full Time Fantasy coming up at the uh, top of the hour. That's 2 o'clock Eastern. Also, don't forget, 
you can download this show 24 hours a day, seven days a week, wherever podcasts are provided, including iTunes, the Google Play Store. Stitcher is a great way to listen to the show. Great user-friendly app. We have audio over at audioboom.com. And then, of course, fantasysportsnetwork.com and the FNTSY app. We'll be joined by Andy Singleton next. This should be a fun conversation. I wouldn't go anywhere, so don't. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text YOUTH to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenic samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321. The Fantasy Sports Network is ready to take you out to the ballgame. Our experts and analysts are following the boys of summer through all 162 games of the 2019 MLB season with the best fantasy baseball analysis in the industry. Catch the latest news and notes every day to help you win your fantasy leagues and your DFS tournaments. We'll always want you back listening and watching the Fantasy Sports Network on the FNTSY radio app and the FNTSY YouTube channel. The Fantasy Sports Network, where we're root, root, rooting for your fantasy baseball team. Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. All right, welcome back. Andy Singleton is with us as we talk a little fantasy sports, fantasy baseball, perhaps mix in some fantasy football. Andy just stirring things up this weekend. I don't know what's going on, but you can follow him on Twitter at people's with a Z, pen. By the way, how did you come up with that, your Twitter handle? I don't know if I've ever asked you that. 
Well, first and foremost, I'm happy to be here. I paused my patriotism to watch the final of the uh, final 10 minutes of the women's game to join you today. But uh, that was a nickname given to me, just knowing a lot of people, being a people's person. And at the time, it was just everything was ending with a Z. So I changed the S to a Z and it stuck. And when I got into this whole industry, I needed a Twitter handle. And I said, well, I'm writing. So how about people's pen? And it was available and it stuck. And I'm not one of these guys to change my handle every five minutes or every week. So it's been like that since I've been on Twitter, which is uh, approximately seven years now. Okay. Yeah. I'm uh, 2009 was when I signed up. That's, uh, that's funny. Yeah. Long time. It's, and I do agree with you. It's like every time somebody does something new, they post it. Like I, I just hate the whole announcement thing, but it's gotta be done sometimes. So that's, that's, yes. that's part of, that's part of the gig. Uh, speaking of which no announcement needed for your tweet last week. Uh, so now I can't figure you out, man. So last week you tweet out that, hey, if you're into, you know, fantasy football, you know, get a life. Go go, hang out with your family. You know, you don't need to do anything. There's nothing that's happening now. Everyone's like, yeah, Andy, go get him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden you start tweeting out fantasy football stuff. What's wrong with you, man? You can't have it both yeah. ways. I will say this. If you know me at all, if you follow me and you get to know me, there's a lot of sarcasm. There's a lot of dry humor okay. that I like to share. So. Uh, I I talk football year round. I have a you know podcast uh, that I do weekly with the fantasy times Jim Day and Frank Scandoro on a uh, full time fantasy network. So uh, I'm not one to not talk fantasy. I mean we're in leagues together. I'm doing this year round. Uh, my my bigger take for that was listen, it's June. Like let's not go too crazy. The, the market, as you know, is completely oversaturated, and that's you know good and bad. You, you don't know who's going to be who unless you try to get into this. So I appreciate and welcome everybody that's trying to get into it. But every, it seems like everybody's trying to step on each other's shoulders to get ahead in this. And it's June. And it, it just felt like there was just so much animosity going on. And that was really more what my tweet was about than anything else. But it did get some, uh, some flack. But not nearly as much as the trade etiquette that I put up on Friday as the Frankie Montes suspension news broke and uh that has led to uh really exposing you know social media and twitter in 2019 for what it is is uh things get from fantasy to completely personal and uh i have been vilified now okay all right so so let's kind of dive into that for a minute because i think that i have a good story that a story that exemplifies that as well uh, but l- let's let's give you know, the listeners an understanding. Not everybody follows on Twitter. We always have new listeners here, Andy, and, and a lot don't even listen live. They're listening on demand. So tell people what happened with the trade that you're discussing and, and kind of how it escalated from there. Okay. Well, long story short, I got into this Dynasty League. I took over a fantasy baseball team in the Dynasty League seven years ago, which is basically what launched me into the industry. So I don't know anybody personally in it, but it's kind of near and dear to my heart. I rebuilt this team to kind of be in this winning championship window, which I'm in right now. I won last year. I'm in the driver's seat to win again this year. I had some uh, roster uh, uh, poor performances in the playoffs, so could be going for a three-peat right now. So everything's to fruition for for what I had planned. Uh, When you become the guy at the top, everybody's, you know, aiming for you. So, Nobody in the league wants to trade with me anymore. It's been very hostile towards me, which is fine. I, whatever. I welcome it. Uh, but the commissioner, I know, had been Frank, interested in Frankie Montes, and he's now in the bottom and looking to rebuild for next year. And He's been kind of, uh, let's say, not 
that warm and friendly towards me over the last couple months in particular. Mm. Uh, so when the news broke of Frankie Montes having a suspension, I sent him an offer for my Montes for his Mike Clevenger. And I did it, and I acknowledged I did it to kind of be, you know, kind, kind of be a, a jerk, if you will. And I didn't expect him to accept it. He accepted it, and it became this whole uh, platform for what is trade etiquette. And a lot of people that were reading along on Twitter, I was trying to share what was happening with it, and I've lost hundreds of followers since then. Uh, people saying I was whining or you know making this about me. I got to tell you, Craig, I, as much as it might seem like that, that is not what my intention was at all. I was just trying to bring it to light. Uh, it was not necessarily my specific situation. That just happened to be the vehicle for it. But I was trying to bring it to light uh, as somebody that does have a large following and say, hey, listen, this is what happened to me. Maybe you can relate and use it as a discussion. Uh, but the more I did that, the more I just kind of backpedaled and, and, and you know, was running in quicksand. So uh moving on from it it's over it's done but that's okay. basically what happened but i don't understand so so you proposed the trade and and the person accepted the trade or no the person accepted the trade and then i was vilified as trying to be shady and grimy and pull one over he on so him. he didn't know so he didn't know we have to be clear here so he didn't know that montas was suspended is that correct he, he did not know montas was suspended but this was after public knowledge broke i didn't have any advanced knowledge you know, no Oakland A's representative contacted me or MLB officials and told me this was happening. So he had just as much news available to him as I did. Okay, and how long after he was suspended did you propose a trade? Oh, roughly an hour or so. Okay, so he didn't have a chance to check. He did check. And then what happened after that? Well, he... With, with I him. He, I guess he didn't check. He could have checked. I mean, nobody forced him to hit accept. He could have looked it up and said, why... The night after, the day after, this guy struck out nine guys and has been completely dominant. Why would he be offering them to me? Uh, is something up? Uh, so he couldn't. He had every opportunity to check. He chose not to. Um, that happened, and then all the the league started, you know, uh, interjecting, saying that I was bragging about it on Twitter and that uh, they were going to leave if he didn't reverse it. So he put it up to a league vote, and uh, it's not been a very family oriented 48 hours since so what happened what happened with the vote did they vote it got it got reversed so it got i got reversed frankie okay. mont is back on my uh on my roster okay no i understand it now look I'll, I'll tell you what happened with me last year was i i traded this is so embarrassing to say i traded uh right around this time last year i traded alex bregman to uh michael waldo of fantastics for alex reyes Straight okay. up, that was the trade, and it was the day before Reyes's debut. We made the deal. Now I I was number one in hitting across the board in this league. Obviously a horrible trade still. And then Reyes got hurt, and uh, Waldo offered even after he got hurt to reverse the trade. And I said no. I said, look, you know, okay. I gotta I gotta own it. So it would seem to me that the league probably looks at it as that you were trying to pull a fast one on him. But regardless of what the intent is, it is the responsibility of the person that is accepting the trade to look. That's for sure. So how will you approach that moving forward in the league? Are you going to stay in it? Or are you going to get out? Or what are you going to do? Well, I've been already been told by the commissioner that he will be removing me from the league at the end of this season. So I have no opportunity now but to try to win this thing again. Uh, wow. I don't know anybody in this league personally. So I, you know, people were chiming in on Twitter saying that, 
I would go against lifelong friends. I don't know any of these guys. So this is not, you know, lifelong friends. I'm not, you know, uh, I, I'm not ruining any, you know, barbecues or picnics in my future. So uh, for that and, you know, KLS, but as I mentioned at the beginning, this is what, you know, launched me into this career. When I, when I took over this team, looking up all, you know, all kinds of rookies and every, every edge I can get, every, you know, found this whole fantasy world I didn't know existed and then started writing, started podcasting. And now, you know, like I said, I'm in leagues with guys like you and, and Zeegs and things like that. So it's, it's, it's been very rewarding. And, uh, I, this, this league holds a special place in my heart because of that. But you know, it is what it is. If, if I'm going to be the villain, fine, I'll be the villain. But, right. uh, when you're playing for money, I, I, I don't think, you know, uh, you're looking for, I'm competitive. You're looking for advantages. And again, this is a dynasty league. So Monta still has value going forward. He's two years younger. Cleveland's just on the DL in, in, in a vacuum. I don't think the trade was that horrible to begin with, but, um, it, you know, it, it is what it is. And I admit it. I said, I was doing it to be kind of a smart ass and say, yeah, here's a guy. If you want him, you can have him," and, uh, fully expecting him to reject it. And this is what happened. Yeah, well, I mean, there's, in my opinion, there's a couple of things here. The first is, is that uh, lesson learned for you, I'm sure, that even if it's a nonsensical kind of trade, probably not best to do it because this sort of thing can end up happening. But you learn the hard way here where, honestly, if somebody proposes a trade to me and it's and it's anyone, I'm always going to look first before I click accept. Um, but the flip side of that is that there was on your part, like you said, a little bit, I don't, malice isn't the word for it, but there was a little bit of, uh, let me stick it to you kind of thing, because you did allude to it. Look, you didn't, you know, there were words back and forth with this guy. And if you could have pulled a fast one on him, you probably could have. But in the end, I just don't understand how the commissioner could rule to kick you out of the league for that. Like, like, a, like I, I could get reversing the trade if the league feels that way. But somebody accepted the deal, you know, like he the, the person accepted the deal. That is on him, regardless if, if I feel that you're right or wrong in what you did. If the person on the other end accepted it, that guy has to own it. And and you could be nice and, and agree to overturn it and go back. But, you know, that's on that's up to you at that point. I, no, and I and I'm totally with you. And I, the extent of of my point, well, like I said, the more I tried to express that, the more I was accused of uh, begging for forgiveness and whining and all this kind of stuff. So I was just like, this is an all-win situation. It doesn't. Uh, there's there's no way I come out of this uh, with what my intent in publicizing it was. Again, the intent of publicizing was knowing, hey, I create content. Uh, people know that I'm you know rubbing shoulders with. You know, some elite people in this in this industry, and I'm playing at a high level, and I'm into this daily. So hey, this is what happened to me. I'm sharing this experience with you guys, telling you what it was, and uh, completely came out not what was intended. So all right, well, um, listen, you, you lesson learned with these things. I, I definitely think that it's okay to be competitive, but there is an ethical thing that is involved, and I certainly can understand from the league's point of view if they want to overturn it because the, if if that's the rule that goes in that a league can overturn a trade, then you have to accept that. Like there's there's nothing that can be said. But the problem is is that you put all this time in and effort, and and you're in a keeper league, and they tell you you can't play anymore. You just wasted years of your life. Like that that that's that's the hard part for me on that exactly. one. But, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um. Um. Before before we go, Andy, and is, um, we're we're sharing stories basically here with Andy Singleton on Twitter at Peoples uh, with a Z, uh, Pen. 
Um, you, you did you know, bring up the football-baseball thing. Let, let me ask you something, because I know that you're a big fan of both sports, and you've done podcasting and video work, and I've done different things with you. Uh, where, where do you feel uh, – we got about 30 seconds, if you could, Andy, or 60 seconds. Yep. Where do you feel baseball is in terms of fantasy at this point, in terms of the popularity of it, fantasy-wise? I actually did a guest spot on the Five Yard Rush podcast uh, last week. Uh, two guys from England doing a fantasy football podcast, and we were talking about this, and they were just talking about the growth uh, internationally of just American sports. And you see, like soccer in America is, is you know EPL leagues are you know all the rage the last couple of years. So I, I think there's hope for it, but overall, I think the baseball season is just such a long season that really takes somebody that is is grew up with this and this is their pride and this is their passion. I think football is just so much more catered to the casual fan. It's one game a week. It's such an ideal sport for from a fantasy angle that, you know, you know, the maintenance is, is way less uh, as far as, you know, picking up players and, you know, uh, monitoring your, monitoring your team and, and the level of different games that are available now from Superflex, the best ball, the guillotine leagues to IDP. There's just something for everybody. So I think fantasy football uh, it's so popular for, for those reasons. And baseball, it's going to be there, but I think you can have these diehards that are sticking with it. All right, Andy, thanks again for coming on. Really appreciate it. Have a nice little vacation, and we'll talk soon, okay? All right, Craig. Until we talk again, thanks. All right, Andy Singleton with us. We'll take a quick timeout. we got Exit Velocity coming up. We'll wrap up the show, send it over to Full Time Fantasy at the top of the hour. Don't go away. Weekend Wagers. When you're a good, solid ball player, you have three offers. Are you playing with for what we're going to call these guys, the X-Rays? Which I think is a great name, by the You're going to play for the X-Rays? <laughs> no! <laughs> it's the, it's the best thing going. Oh, it's it sure fan. is. Yeah. It would have to. This, this is the one thing I like about it, by the way, is the name. The EX-Rays would be fantastic. It would have to be that name. But <laughs> X-Rays. Yeah, it's awesome. Saturday and Sunday, noon to 3 p.m. Eastern, on the FNTSY Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com slash hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source.com score total visits. You know, as an allergy sufferer, you're wired differently. I sure feel that way. That's why there's Nasacort. It's different, too. You see, unlike antihistamines, Nasacort targets and inhibits more of the allergic inflammation that causes your congestion and other nasal allergy symptoms. My antihistamine doesn't do that? None of them do. Oh, that is different. And it's why Nasacort's more effective at giving you 24-hour relief. So even if I'm wired differently... Nasacort stops more of what makes you miserable. Use as directed. Listen to what Chris said about Andro 400. 
I've lost almost 40 pounds in 10 weeks. My son was getting married, and when I went for the suit fitting, I was a size 48. And when I went back to do the funnel fitting, I was a 44. I have more energy, that's for sure. I probably lost four inches around my belly. I'm 57, and I'm back when I was in my 30s. Here's what Dwayne said about Andro 400. This product really works. I'm an old guy, and I don't trust nobody. I've tried all kinds of stuff. It's one of the few things I've ever bought that works. I couldn't believe it. I feel better. I have more energy. I walk 12 miles a day. I feel great. It changed my life. It really has. It's really incredible. Guys, if you'd like to lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call Call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. Andro400.com. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. Welcome back. Craig Mish with you here on Fantasy Sports Today. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll talk Indians with Nick Camino. He'll be on. We'll do a little three up, three down. I think we'll have a special guest tomorrow as well. Uh, Mike Puma, by the way, who covers the Mets on Twitter, Says the Mets are holding a team meeting before the clubhouse opens to reporters today. Says, sounds like players will receive instructions on how to handle the aftermath of yesterday's blow-up. So that will be an interesting story to follow today. Before we get out of here, we like to close out the show with something called a little exit velocity. I feel the need. The need for speed. Exit velocity. Velocity. All right, we already know how great a sports town St. Louis is for sure. They won the cup, right? Saw how they celebrated. We've seen how many people through the years go to games of baseball in St. Louis, that's for sure. But I think that we could all take a cue from this in sports. When you have a player that's iconic, that's a potential Hall of Famer, that's one of the greatest players in the history of your franchise. you got to do the right thing. you got to make sure that guy gets a round of applause, a standing ovation, a curtain call. This should be going on in all sports. It doesn't matter what sport the guy played for you, gave you everything for so long, and you're going to boo the guy? Look, oh, that's fun. Yeah, sure. But like LeBron James going back to Cleveland or going back to Miami... Kawhi Leonard would leave the Raptors. I don't know that he will, but if he leaves and he goes back to Toronto, he should get a standing applause. You know, everything honored the whole nine. Just like we're so cynical these days, everything has to be a negative. I'd like to end the show and end exit velocity on a positive. When a player goes back and you go to a game, the guy's a great player. Give him his props. Did a lot for that franchise. Did Pujols sure other players will as well enough with the booing these guys so silly all right that'll do show today thank you again to andy singleton for coming on the show some fun stories with him interesting ones too thanks also again to matt sells for being part of the program today and of course my producer chris bavona for weighing in on his three up three down segment we got full-time fantasy coming up next make sure you stay tuned to that i'll be back tomorrow at noon for another edition of fantasy sports today craig mish saying so long have a great day everybody see ya